When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's the sound of the horn. Welcome to an all-new quarterly report clipcast. I'm your host, Ralph Lawler. With me is Sweet Joe. <laughs> oh, I'm Burbank oh, Hank. My, oh, my bad. I'm Chris Kowild out indefinitely, but we'll probably be back after the All-Star break. <laughs> you like the thing. Podcasting again. Not if you watch tonight's game. Oh, me, oh, my, Sweet did Joe. You, at the start of the ga- of the podcast, did you say, bah, or did you say, boo? First of all, this is the quarterly report. <laughs> we shall not speak of the 21st game of this season. Oh, thank you. We will talk only about the first quarter, and I'm most excited about being in the top six. That's nice. You have to be in the top six when Kawhi Leonard returns, when Chris Kawhi returns to the show. Now, that's your theory. Your theory is that he will come back sooner than later. You believe that he will or will not come back, possibly, potentially, based on where we are in the standings? Yes, I do. And if we're top six in the third quarter of the season... I believe you will see him for the fourth quarter of the season. That's my bold, in-your-face prediction. Man, I was feeling myself when I walked in the stadium tonight. I went up to Jim, you really were. I went up to Jim Jackson Cock and Brian Seaman, and I said, you guys are cooking. Best NBA duo in the business. Right in front of No Eagle, I said it. I said it right in front of No Eagle. Whoa, buddy. I called Jim Jackson and Brian Come Seaman. On, best duo in the NBA. I said, you guys are cooking. Come on. You guys are cooking. Right in front of No Eagle, I said it. I feel like Noah that's Eagle smiled at me. He had smile eyes underneath his mask. Smize? Smize. He smized <laughs> me. He smized me up and down. Then I walk down, okay? I walk down, and one of my favorite staples, excuse me, Crypto.com Arena employees. Oh, is that official? It will. You think it still says Staples Arena on top? It's not December 1st. <laughs> it still says. It maybe never said Staples Arena. It still says. We used to call it the. Clippers Arena? No, we always Arena. called it the Staples, Staples Arena. Arena. Not used right. to. I've continued to call it that. <laughs> well, it still says Staples Center outside the building for now. But I'm waltzing down after throwing flowers at Seaman and Jackson, which is an expression you don't like. And then I go and see one of my favorite gals who works down at Crypto.com on 12th and Figueroa or something. And, I, and she one time saw me wearing Captain America socks, actually in front of Brian Seaman. She walked up and interrupted the conversation that you and me and Brian Seaman were talking about, how I said Fred Rogan partied hardest in L.A. And then she said, <laughs> Son of a gun. And then she said, I don't like your socks. And I was like, excuse me, why you don't like Captain America? And she then responded, oh, I thought there were 49ers logos. That's right. So the next time I saw her, I showed her my socks, which I believe were Batman logos or Superman logos. Somebody I said, are these okay? Are these okay with you, young lady? She liked it. Tonight, I waltzed down, showed her that I wasn't wearing socks. Burbank Hank. You've you've dozed off. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. It's not that I'm, not I'm sorry. loving this it's sock talk. It's the Clippers It's the Clippers and I'm talking quarterly about sock talk. Socklessness. Oh, sock talk. It's the quarterly report. It's sock not talk. sock talk. Sock talk. It's not sock talk. 
Now I'm back. Okay, thank you. I got a little sleepy there. You you wore me out a well, little bit. Well, I don't believe in talk. I don't believe in hokum pokum or superstition, but I'll never be sockless at a Clippers game. No, my gosh, it's your fault. I uh, am yeah. superstitious, and I believe that you brought this loss up, upon us, and mm. it was terrible. Well, let's talk about the first quarter. I love being in the top six. We got to stay in the top. Not six. the first quarter of the game where no, no, Valachunas went seven for seven. I or... cannot believe this guy. They literally have six wins on the season, and we are two of their wins. They beat us last by last time by the, by twenty. They basically beat us by twenty this time. And last time was the second night of a back to back in New Orleans. And this night was I the knew second they weren't great. Night of a back to back in L A. They're not great. But I didn't realize they'd only had five, five wins, wins on the season until tonight. And you would have thought a third of them. Are versus you would have thought that mm. they were the number one team in the league the way they worked us up and down the court. And we we got beat by less versus the Warriors. Well, Pachulianus with 39 points was the big story it's of It's not last how you say his name, by the way. Pachulianus That's with 39 points. It's not Pachulianus. Yeah, 29 in the first half, 10 in the second half. Pachulianus with 39 points. He went 7 of 7 from 3 in the first half. Do you know who, off the top of our heads, do you mm. know who had the worst plus-minus on the team for the Clippers? Oh, I don't even want to say my guess, honestly. Just Paul say, George. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's my player of the first quarter, I'll tell you that. They started off nicely, but oof. We... Well, not in the first quarter of the season. No, no, in the, in season, the first quarter of the nicely. season. He's we... had a couple of rough games because he's oh, yeah, he scored yeah. close to 30 points. Oh, both sure. 30 points on la- last night and I think close to 30 tonight, but not on great efficiency. On like 50% shooting 11 efficiency. turnovers in the last 44 minutes of basketball for PG-13. Gooch. He had, yeah, he had seven tonight. You told me something interesting about Brandon Boston. Oh, I told you Jr. one thing that was interesting. I'm, I'm that's new record, good. new record for you. So, <laughs> what did you share with the listener? The interesting thing you shared. Brandon, Brandon Boston went for forty six points today, playing for the Agua Caliente Clippers, and got benched. What? And there, and there was a re- he got benched <laughs> with five minutes left in the game because he had forty six points. Let's was, get a fifty piece. Uh, that's what I say, and so did the entire Agua Caliente Clippers uh, caliente. because they, I saw a pretty great photo that okay. I couldn't find again during if the game you find to show it, you add us at LA uh, of the entire bench home aloneing it with their hands on their faces oh my god looking at the coach like what are you doing coach put him back in I wonder if the Clippers if the Agua Caliente Clippers mm. like scrub social media to get that picture off no it's out there you it's saw great, it you would great photo. They wouldn't and, we, and the fans wanted home Brandon aloneing. Boston Jr. to play tonight for the Clippers he didn't get in until there were three minutes left in the game my question for you was yeah does a 46-point game and mm. such dominance for the G League translate to anything in, in uh, the NBA? Well, Would he have made a difference tonight? I mean, I would have put him... I mean, look, I'm not the coach, folks, but I would have put Aren't him Aren't you in. Chris Kawhi? Shouldn't I be? No, the answer is no, I should <laughs> no, not. Absolutely not. I'm not Coach you have more Wild co- Lou. You have more coaching experience than I do. You're absolutely right. I'm a winning record. I have a winning record, Coach, and... Are you, you're actively coaching for a team, unlike Luke Walton. Well, oh, wow. Sorry to throw dirt on your face. Shots fired. Dirt on your face. What's the episode of throwing flowers? Throw it down, big fella. (laughs) That was my Bill Walton impression. Sounds a lot like my Ralph Lawler. Anyway, here's the thing, Hank. I'm talking about the Clipper quarterly report. Sure, a quarter of the way through the season. Brandon Boston. By the way, that's why he's saying it. Not not from the first quarter of tonight's game. It's where 20... One game's in. Right. We're a quarter of the way into the season. Who's your favorite new guy of the first quarter? I I certainly know who my Oh, I'd let you tell me first is. who your favorite new guy my is. My favorite new guy is Isaiah Hartenstein. Oh, nuts. That's who I was going to say. Because happy Hanukkah, by the way, to all our Clipper Nation people celebrating Hanukkah. It's the first night of Hanukkah tonight. You are not a quarter done with Hanukkah. 
But tomorrow night will be, you can do your Hanukkah quarterly report after two nights in the bank. And let us know how it's going. What kind of gifts you getting? You getting some socks? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, it's not sock talk. <laughs> it's not sock talk. Hanukkah sock talk special. Isaiah Hardenstein has been so delightful. He's been We're nice, seeing him man. play with Serge because he's been so impactful. He's got beautiful, beautiful assists, beautiful Who's looks, averaging fifteen something points a game. No, stop. Hardenstein is not averaging fifteen points a game. Stop. Yeah, right he now. is. Oh, stop. on nineteen games, yes, he is. Stop. There is no possible way that Isaiah Hardenstein sorry minutes season average minutes. Okay, there Sorry, we go. Minutes. 15 minutes. Okay, there Sorry. we go. Okay, okay. Sorry, okay. he's averaging 15. This is this is new for me looking at the season stats. I've never looked at the season stats. 15 he's minutes. He's averaging 15 minutes and he's getting seven points a game, which is there not terrible for a new guy. Five rebounds a game, I, I like. I love it. I love it. Assists. How many assists? Not I mean five five rebounds a game is not terrible on 15 minutes played. Absolutely. Seven and five on 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, but you an assist and a half. Stints. He's my favorite an new guy. An assist and a half. It's not that's terrible. That's a lot for a big guy. I'll uh, tell you, that's more than Zubac has. My, fa- my favorite new guy watching uh, this season, watching uh, tonight, is um, this new guy, Serge Ibaka. <laughs> Stop. It, was Serge, it, was, it surprised me. We we were pretty close to watching the game. We were pretty close, of course. We yeah, were we our media great, passes. Seats, Thank you to the Clippers seats. for that. Uh, They're the what, much cherished and appreciated. The best in the business. Uh, I was caught off guard by how big and muscly Ibaka is. I really always he's thought wide. of him as he's very, very lean, but he's no. he's got arms Broad. like strong and muscular. Broad shouldered. Yeah, I love the fact that this is moving way past the first quarter, past this entire season. Yeah, I love that three years from now, less than three years from now, excuse me, we're going to be playing in our own dome in a stadium built for proper basketball. And meanwhile, down at the crypto. It's going to be called The Crypto. That's got to be the worst name, certainly in L.A. Well, it's not the worst name in L.A. if you invest in cryptocurrency. I mean, you you don't invest in anything. No, I don't. I invest time in the Clippers, and that's about it. So I, That's about it. So, like, you, you're, you're, not in, you're not in touch with the fact that cryptocurrency is the biggest trend in investing. Oh, well, it's still a horrible name for a stadium, Hank. As was Staples, It isn't if you're big in cryptocurrency. It's like a religion for a lot of the people who uh, are see, in See, I cryptos. would like the Doge Dome. If I if I could choose, I would say Doge Dome is where the L word and the yeah, hockey kings Doge play. Doge is not the biggest crypto. No, crypto is the biggest crypto? I think that crypto <laughs> is a, a place where you can go and buy and trade crypto, much like Robinhood or E-Trade okay. or any of those other places. So crypto.com is a place where you can go and buy and, buy and trade. Yes, and other crypto. They just added Doge to the crypto I started site. one called Monopoly Money. That's not a thing. Yes, it is. Monopolymoney.edu because it's also a school. And so I bought some crypto. I bought, I bought some Doge. Re- really? When Doge was like... It has it flipped? Has it made you any money? Yeah, it's made me a little money. I mean, I'm, I'm not selling it, but the only reason that I buy, I didn't buy much. The only reason that I bought it at all was because I know so many people with Bitcoin that bought that didn't buy it or bought it and sold it that I just felt like you know what I'm gonna buy a couple of hundred dollars worth of Doge just in case it becomes worth thirty five thousand dollars a share like Bitcoin did. No, it um, did. Bitcoin's it's not that literally, but Bitcoin is tens of thousand dollars per share, and I know people who sold their Bitcoin at like a hundred dollars a share, and if they kept it, they would literally be multimillionaires. Stop. Literal multi-millionaire. So Hank loves crypto. I don't love it, but I bought some. So you don't think it's, you said it it wasn't the worst. You said it was the worst. It wasn't the worst name in LA sports stadiums. So what is? Dodger Stadium? 
Uh, the hockey shitbox is the worst one I've ever heard. <laughs> well, that's what crypto is. The hockey shitbox. <laughs> it's the worst name I've we'll ever have heard. We'll have into it dome, which I'm obviously. Uh, I'm into it. Very into. <laughs> I am super into. I just love the fact that the old dead teams are going to be playing down at the crypt, and the exciting young champion Clippers will be at the Intuit Dome. All right, one quarter in the books, three quarters to go. You know, the all-star break doesn't quite come at half. Everyone says, oh, it's the halfway point of the season. That's not really accurate. It's kind of deeper into the third quarter. And again, I think Kawhi Leonard comes back after the all-star break and then is there for that fourth quarter of this season where I need us to be in the top six the entire length of this season for me to feel really great about this Clippers squad. Yeah. They started four and five. I want to say off the top of my head they've lost five out of their last eight. But that seven-game win streak Yeah, was right now we're four, we're, on a, we're four and six in the last ten games. I know that. Okay. We're not five and five in the last ten? I believe you that we're four and six. I just don't like it. I don't like to be a losing team in any of increment of this season. Whammy, whammy giveaway, at whammy giveaway, longtime fan of the show, says this Clipper team has never lost three in a row under Ty Lue. So well, let's take a look. Not to put night. money where the mouth is. I mean, I'm not sure if the, if the standings have been updated yet from tonight's game, but it sure this point, have. We're fifth. We're t- yeah, top six, baby. You gotta so feel good about top six. That's pretty nice, and I like sitting there five. Uh, it's there. There's a few teams way up ahead of us that are real hard to imagine anybody ever beating. The Phoenix, Warriors has Phoenix lost yet? There's they're certainly they, they like 18 straight. It's crazy. Is that what it is? 18 straight. 16 straight for Phoenix. Ugh. And the Warriors are nine and one in their last ah, ten. Clippers four and six in their last ten. You don't like to see it. I wouldn't lie to you. But. In the beginning of the season, we lost four out of five, which is a hell of a lot worse. I also don't love that in all of the stats of the Western Conference, we are in top five of not a single stat. Really? I round down a stat line of like rebounds and blocks and all of that. We are we don't have a player in the top five of any single stat across the entire Western Conference. That's not great. Um, but there's things I like. Who's there's your favorite like- player so far? Of the Clippers quarterly report, who's your favorite first quarter of the season player? I, of course, know mine. It's a no-brainer. Look, I'm still, I'm still fully in Paul George camp. I wish that he protected the ball a little bit better. Uh, too many turnovers. I want to say it was eight or nine turn, eight or nine turnovers versus the Warriors. It was seven turnovers versus the Pels. I, you don't want to see that many term, turnovers, but. He's shouldering a lot by yeah. himself. Top 10 score in the league. Um, I don't love the ball movement or lack thereof for the Clippers tonight. We showed so much our deficiencies in the paint and in the low post. We really don't have an answer for big centers. Um, you know, I, I get really nervous, Purvis. Oh, no. I get very Purvis watching Serge Ibaka battling <laughs> a Valachunas, or as you say, Pachulianus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get very nervous watching him battle bigs like that and jumping up for rebounds because I feel like his back is – he's obviously he's well, but you don't want to see him taking that kind of a beating in the paint. Um, but Hartenstein is not in there banging boards. My favorite new guy. Zubats is not in there banging boards. Uh, I, I, he's our league leader in rebounds. Uh, I, mean, I feel our, like our team leader in rebounds. Kennard so shooting is is moving in the right direction. That of makes course. me feel very good. Kennard um, and Man have to score combined twenty a game. They have to. For yeah, us you were to saying win that. basketball I, I, games, they have to come in between the two of them and score twenty a game. Look, they have to. And, and the truth is, we have 
how many starters do we have out? We have Mook out. We have Batum, who's not our starter, but he is when well, either Mook's one of them. Out. Yeah, Mook. They're or Batum both out, and Kawhi's out, obviously. Uh, but but we really are hurting when Batum's not on the floor. We're really hurting. Our shooting was not great tonight. Bledsoe stubbed his toe out of the gate. Not my favorite new guy in quotes. But of course, he's he was great. Game one great. of the quarter. Game, game one game, of the season, he was great. Game one, first quarter of the season, he was great. Yeah, game one. <laughs> yeah, but he stubbed his toe out of the gate in like the first batch of games. Like. Yeah, after that, he kind of fell apart. And he's had a couple of shining moments. Sure. 10,000 career pick and points. Roll, our pick and roll is not great. 10,000 career points for Eric Bledsoe. Our pick and roll isn't great, but how come we're top six, Buster Brown? How come we're top six in the West? That's where we got to be. We're not one of these playing teams. I know, buddy. Four and six in the last ten games. That's half the quarter. I'm looking at the quarterly So what does that mean? Report. We were six and four to start the season. Now we're four and six. I don't oh, like that stop. trend. We were, we were, we lost four out of five to start the season. Then we won seven in a row. That's, that's, the seven in a row for me is obviously the takeaway. And then we won eight out of nine or something yeah, in that stretch. But you asked all these really great Clippers minds are we the team that went one, right, one and one four? four or are we the, the team response. that went the response? And they said, we are both. Almost every person said, we're both those teams. So, you know, it's streaky, streaky NBA basketball, but I'm by no means worried one quarter into the season, especially when we're in the top oh, six. Oh, worried like purried? There's, an, there's just a made-up name, purried, like Purvis. Just made up, and it's a nonsense word name. Purried. I'm not worried like purried either. There, how does that feel? <laughs> How does that feel? Well, now I'm pur- now I'm purried that you're going to give me a hard time about how purpose I am. You have pur- feelings? I'm, pu- I'm purious if you're going to be purried about how purious I am. My name is Bert Healings, and I've hurt feelings. <laughs> pretty great. I disagree. Right, so, your favorite player for the Clippers in the quarterly report? Paul George. Paul George. Still Paul George. Yeah. Second favorite player I, is? I, want, I wish that he would protect the ball better. But it's still Paul George, right? 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 Uh, right. Reg, it's Reggie Jackson for me. Sure, that's definitely the like the obvious answer. Is I mean, Reggie he's Jackson. our second points leader on the season, right? Uh, I miss Nico Batum, man. I don't know what the deal is with him. If he has COVID nineteen, if he's, I don't know what's going on. I know he's I under. I don't know either. None of our quarantine. None of our guys are averaging double digits except for Zubats, Reggie Jackson, and Paul George. It. I have a lot of affection for Zubats. Yeah, my second favorite. I love to see what Hartenstein is doing. Uh, Serge Ibaka getting 100% well and being our starting center. It has become clear how imperative that is because it's a true center. Who needs to improve the most on the squad moving into this second quarter of the season? Zubats. I think Zubats. I think he's got to be getting rebounds. I think he's got to be getting blocks. You know, I, I felt like we had, Evicha, he had one great dunk tonight where I was like, yeah, there it is. Right. Uh, I feel like his rebounds are up just on the eye test, as you like to say. Yeah, it feels like they are. Mm. It feels like they are. We just got beat tonight, man. I want to say they out-rebounded us by like well, 12. I, I, I keep not talking about tonight. I just want to talk about the first quarter of the season in the books. Yeah. Do you think we'll be in the top six man, still? Man, to me, of- man to me is not the most important. Improved player. I don't feel like man. Oh, he needs to score twenty. Is, with his buddy Luke Kennard. I don't feel like he's any. Look, it's hard to compare to what was happening in the postseason because in the postseason you have so much adrenaline, so many crazy things are happening, and it's do or die, and it's play and keep it going for when Kawhi comes back. It's very different when you're staring down the the hallway at eighty games, eighty two games to play right. like that. Uh, but I don't feel like man is exactly there yet. Uh, but we, there's a lot of season left. 
Oh my God! There's three left. quarters of the season left. First quarter, in the books, we're moving. But on. turnovers are a problem, man. They they really are a problem for our team. The turnovers and ball movement. The ball movement is just stagnant. So we're gonna see. It, I think it must be very difficult for Ty Lue to get any sort of momentum going when guys keep being out. Like we have Mook back now, we have Mook out. We have sure. Batum out. We have Kawhi obviously out. So. I don't know. I'm going to go back to Bledsoe now with a quarter in the rear view. The Bledsoe trade for Patrick Beverly, is it a huge regret for you? Or do you like the fact that Eric Bledsoe has been available all 21 games of the yeah, first quarter? Yeah, I do like that. I mean, Beverly Pat Beverly has is, not. Pat Beverly is literally out right, right now. now. Yeah, and didn't play the first game because he pushed Chris Paul in the back of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I, I like I, I do like the trade. I, I think really because of the minutes. I think every yeah yeah because, because, of, games because of the availability. I mean that's where the Clippers stand right. Honestly, where the Clippers stand right now is consistency and availability is our greatest it needs to be our greatest desire. Right. More than protecting the ball, more than limiting turn, turn turnovers, more than needing more ball movement, more than needing a higher three point shooting percentage. We need guys to be healthy and play games to mm. find consistency. Sure. We need that. So, we need Paul George every night. We uh, need Eric Bledsoe, Reggie but, Jackson. You know, and we did we try to get some other bigger point guards and what we ended up with Eric Bledsoe? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Rosen. so it that didn't exactly go our way. I, I was very high on Eric Bledsoe and really strutted around. The way you walked into Staples Arena tonight. And flexing is what it's called. Is the way I walked into our first podcast after Eric Bledsoe. Do I remember I'd be like, remember I told you so. I told you Eric Bledsoe. And then, oops. Uh, not so much. He, he also missed some... He also missed some open layups tonight. I know you don't, I know you don't want to op- talk about tonight. Uh, but oh, was there a game tonight? But there is. It, it is. It is indicative a little bit about what's happening with our quarterly quarterly report oh. as far as our trends right now. Yeah. Are, uh, man, we got killed in the paint tonight, both ends of the court. Oh, we got killed was, tonight. Was we got, like, it's second we got night of a back to back? I take both of these Pelican oh, that's losses fair. as second nights that's of back to back. That's fair. Who's playing back to backs at home? I get back-to-backs on the road, and, and def- you know and my we play, stance. And we play back-to-back defensively. Should be banned from this league. Yeah, they should be. And defensively, we played. We played defensively the way we needed to against the Warriors. We didn't sh- just didn't shoot that well. Our offense is a problem. We were right, right with our them. offense is a problem right now. You will agree with that? Yes. This far into the quarter. Well, so or you won't. <laughs> well, we're top six. We're a top six team I know, in the just rugged, goes, rugged it West. It just goes to show you we could be even better if our offense was better. Oh, for sure. Absolutely, 100%. But, look, Phoenix is special right now. They're on this crazy run. I do believe they'll come back down to earth. Warriors are special right now. I, again, agree, I think, rather, that they're going to be coming back down to oh earth. Gosh, Those two teams know. are coming back That's down to earth. That's not what history has told us about Steph Curry. I told you tonight I have a theory, and... If you read about me online, I'm usually wrong about my sports theories. But <laughs> Clay Thompson is going to come back, and my theory is he's going to muddy up the chemistry oh, of a gosh. winning basketball team. I don't love Clay he's Thompson. A, he, he's a I don't sour ever, grapes. I don't ever, sour grapes. I don't ever wish upon a player to be injured. I do For two not seasons? never wish that. Right. It's it's devastating. I really can't imagine. He really had a, a career that was sour grapes flying up, but. In the in the moment where they were at their peak, mm. Clay Thompson 
wet had zero graciousness about the whole thing. No. It's one thing to be Steph Curry, biggest star in the NBA at the point where the the Warriors were at their peak. He has moments of Most humility. Loved. He has moments and do, of doing humility. his dancing and his laughing and all that stuff. It's Throwing obnoxious when they're beating you. Sure. But also he does have some grace in like and sure, some humility about humility. it. Moments to me, brief. Clay Thompson, the question, the time that they crank. asked him, do, "Do you guys think you're the best crank team the crank. in the league?" and he was like, "I mean, I mean, he's just been so salty about everything." Seventy-six. I'm not the top seventy-five. Seventy-six. I'm not the this. It's just player. like I just don't like him. I I also don't. I just like don't him. like him. And so I would love it if he came back. And then they went on like a 10 game I'm telling losing you, nobody skin. likes a wet blanket. Nobody likes a Debbie Downer when Eeyore rolls up in the hundred acre wood. Tigger's like, oh shit, Pooh Bear. <laughs> I saw this. I saw this. Oh, this little like a picture of Clay Thompson after a Golden State Warriors win, and they'd won, and they're and he was playing or who's injured, and he's sitting there on the bench by himself. It's a weird, dude. Uh, he's just a weird dude. Yeah, man. I, he's he's a weird dude. That'd be, that'd be pretty grapes. fun if he came back and sent them on a losing <sighs> skid. And cause like locker room problems. Oh, I love it. Oh, You'd love it. Speaking but of he locker probably room won't. He'll probably come back and they'll be even better. Speaking of locker room problems, I'm just thrilled for Montrez Harrell. Because honestly, in the long run, look what he did. He went to the L word, gave them locker room problems. <laughs> okay. Then he goes to Washington. You know, I used to live in Washington in the 90s when it was very hip to live there with my good buddy Bill Clinton doing things with. Anyway. He was great, great president. I saw him all the time. I saw him all the time. He would, I would see him jogging. I saw him once in the back of the limo. Anytime you saw two motorcycle cops side by side, you're like, oh, here comes the president. And then literally there would be the president. I saw him in I a limousine. I assume in a limousine that has a hot tub in the back. <laughs> Absolutely. With Hooters waitresses. Absolutely. <laughs> sure. Hey, Chris, you want to hit this spliff? I was like, Bubba, you old dog. I'm a yes. college kid, yes. Hey, man, you got in this hot tub quick. You will want to hit that spliff your whole life. Hey, Secret Service, he's cool. <laughs> I don't know where that went. It's not a great Clinton. <laughs> I used to do it good. You used to. I can only do Anyway, you presidents. used to see him in Montrose Herald's now in Washington. Montrose Herald's in my old stomping grounds, Washington, D.C., our nation's capital. And I like to see success for this guy because he was very successful for us. And his shortcomings were maybe... Has he been doing well in Washington? Yes, they're doing great. He's doing great. The whole team is doing great. I never saw him be a locker room problem when I was in the Clipper locker room. But what do I know? The Wizards are number four. I'm telling you, they're top six. They're five and five in their last ten games. What's that like? You got to be top six. You got to be top six. We used to host a thing called top three in the third. You'd love for the Clippers to be top three in the third quarter of this. That was fun. We ran into our cameraman today. Yes, that's right. Could you imagine what has to happen for us to get the three seed? Because I know one and two is really out there in outer space. I mean, these guys have five combined losses, I think. I think well, Warriors the, have only lost twice. I think Phoenix has only lost three times. Yeah, the, tr- the tricky thing is that so we're, three in is a catchable. Home, we're in a homestand right now. Sure. And playing sub-500 game Jeez. ball, which is Jeez. not great. Well, come on. We're but over 500 we historically we're over 500 play better on the road. Oh, so, stop. You, oh, we have. We, oh, we've gone on great runs on the road. Out of this great city we call Los Angeles and go to Englewood and play in a dome. Oh, we are be on the over road. 500 at home, and we are a winning basketball in this building. Crypto.staples.whatever. Well, listen, we're only we're tied, basically, one game away from the Mavericks. Okay, and there? We've played one more game than them, or two more games than them. Sure, but we're both, we split the season series with them. We're both seven and a half games back. Right, and who is from three? From the Warriors. Who's three? How the 
closer. Jazz, okay. who are three games in front of us. Oh, there you go. The Jazz holes are catchable. So we could do it. And yeah. they're six and four in their last ten games. Okay. The Suns mm-hmm. are not catchable. <laughs> Somebody's coming Suns down. Suns and four. Not Suns so and four. Not so much. Suns championship parade as Western Conference champions before the finals. A huge Some Suns turd. It got, it got retweeted today, maybe by Justin Russo at Fly By Night or someone someone in the Clippers camp. That some Suns fan posting made it all the way to the finals and then injur- injuries kept us from sealing oh, the deal. And it's like stop. that is such revisionist history. Very they revisionist literally history. met team after, after team, team after, after team, team that was missing one missing or two pieces, or key three pieces, key, key pieces. pieces. Yeah, missing Kawhi Leonard for God's sake. Uh, but yeah, the Suns Best are looking a little unstoppable, and it's been really nice to not watch their games. All right, so the bottom. I really three, enjoyed not following Suns basketball. We haven't played them yet. Bottom three were. First fan bases for me are L Word, Suns, Warriors, and I would. Ooh, really? Warriors over any team, any fan, any team from Philadelphia? Worst here at Crypto.Staples, I never have problems with the 76ers fans ever. Oh, ever. You're not when the fans are here. I'm just saying personally, as a wave fan, I think the three worst fans in the NBA that I've dealt with personally in 20 years of going to these games. Sure. The bottom three. Are L word, probably as number one worst fans to deal with. Yeah, the Phoenix they're Suns, pretty cruel. they're pretty cruel. Number two worst fans to deal with, no doubt about it. And then Warriors fans, third worst fans to deal with. You, it sounds like to you, you agree with me on my top two worst fans to deal with. But it sounds I, like I, you got your own third. Uh, I no, I'm trying to think at our home games. I don't disagree with that. I just thought you meant in general other teams in which case I would throw in Talk Philly personal because experience. Philadelphia is just it's a horrible city yeah, they're just I, birthplace of racism I, I, I'm trying to think if I ever went to a Clippers game in Philadelphia I think that I would just wear whatever color is the most neutral color I just wear green well they're red white and blue just like our Clippers of course we love I think my favorite uniform of the first quarter you love to see it I think they're undefeated in these uniforms don't quote me those powder blue, orange, and white throwbacks. Oh, great. Oh, so good. They're great. The City Edition. So City Edition. City Edition San so Diego good. Clippers, orange on blue. Oh, so good. Hank. Yeah, it's nice. It's real nice. Back in the day, we had the white San Diego Clippers throwbacks, the white with blue and orange lettering. I have one of those. I have a Richardson jersey. Yes, and of course, we've seen the Brave throwbacks in sure. years past. But sure, I sure. I have an autographed Elton Brand. Yes, you do. I'm wearing my Buffalo Braves throwback Mitchell cap. and Ness cap tonight. We were tonight. not there for free It's my favorite night. hat. I believe you bought me that for my birthday. You're welcome. A few happy, years ago. Happy early birthday. Burbank Hank celebrating a birthday 12-13. There will be a Clippers game. We'll be in the building for it. I doubt we'll be in any condition to Clipcast after that. I won't be in that game. I'm not, oh, right. Because I'll be with my special lady friend oh, and my family. Oh, yes. In the hot tub at the hotel. All that. I was in the back of a hot tub with President Clinton in the, back of a in the limo, 90s. Apparently. Yes. He invited you in. You said, yes, you were a college student. Why wouldn't you say yes? There were Tommy's tubes underneath the limousine, which are these neon lights, like a sure, bar. Sure, I, yeah, oh, I know what they are. Tommy's tubes. Is that what they were called, Tommy's tubes? In New Jersey, they were. <laughs> Tommy's Oh, I assume in New Jersey they'd be called tubes. pube tubes or something like that. <laughs> Garbage. Pube tubes very different. That's an old toilet paper roll with no toilet paper on it anymore. Oh, pube, oh, pube, pube tube. tube. When you had a toilet paper, you had to use that. 
Apparently, it's better than nothing. Jersey Shore's Pauly was the star. Of no, the not Pauly. Pauly uh, D. No, no, no. It was uh, the situation. Ronnie. Ronnie D. I can't remember now. Sunny D. He looked like to come in an orange bottle. He looked like one of the Jersey Shore guys, but he might not have been. I don't really know. Did it come in an orange bottle? Because if it did, it was Sunny, it was Sunny D. D. Yeah, it it might have been D. Sunny D. <laughs> I didn't really notice. It was someone I didn't really know who they were, and he kind of looked to the camera as if, eh, nah. I'm not great. All right, well, on the next clip cast. He's probably great. He's probably a great actor. I just don't know who he is. We're going to be Battle L.A. Vinny or something. We're going to be Battle L.A. right before the Battle of Los Angeles because our next game is a home game versus the Sacramento Kings, who I loved this, the last Black Friday at Staples Center because next Black Friday it will be the Crypto.com Arena, which you love. And the Kings <laughs> went in there Friday night. And you know the Kings play, they, that's their arena, the hockey shitbox on a Friday night, the last Black Friday. Clippers win. So about the LA Kings, not the Sacramento Kings, of course. Oh, are, are, there two, are those two different teams? Oh, boy. Well, the Clippers won the last Black Friday game at Staples Center. And then the Kings won, which you love to see, in triple overtime versus the L word. Well, the thing is, we'll pro- we, we should have no problem beating the Kings because they're only 8-13, and 13, except, oops, we had a hard time with the Second Pelicans. Second night of a back-to-back were, twice. Right, Second right. night of a back-to-back two that's times. That's right. And that was, that was a huge red flag for me. A yeah. huge red flag. These back-to-backs, I don't get them. And we Why have... does one team get us twice on second also, night Also, aren't we playing like five? Five games in seven days or seven games in nine days. And yes, the Lakers are playing like three games in a week. Apparently, it's like their so schedule unfair. gets a heck of a lot harder. Whose does? The L word. Oh, few. So Not ours. Not ours. So we have the Kings coming up. Got to get that W Wednesday night. And then we're back at Staples away versus the L word. So on the next Clipcast, excuse me. Will be Battle Los Angeles. I look forward to it. You will not be there for that one. I will not be there for that one. But I got the great Joe Prano joining me from the Dirty Sports Podcast. Should be a blast, Clipper Nation. Oh, he's, nice. He's gonna go to the game with you. He's a riot. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna get him into one of those games. I think the Kings, obviously, because that's the Clipper home game. Yes. I don't like to attend home L word games. No, I wouldn't want to. Black at the hockey black box. Black, black Hank. Well, anything else you'd like to address as we close up the Clippers quarterly report? Right, we just got to get well. We just have to get well. We can't be missing Mook and Nico, Nicholas Batum. We can't. Right. Um, I don't think at this point in his career, Paul George is going to change who he is. I still think he's going to be your... I still think he's going to get the scoring title. I still think he's, that's going to happen. Your lips to God's ears. I, I don't, still I, think it's going to I don't happen. mind his scoring. I'd like a little bit better efficiency, and I'd like him to protect the ball a little bit more. I'd like less turnovers, but, you know. I'd like more rebounds from Zoo. I'd like 20 points a game for Terrence Mann and Luke Kennard, which you called tonight Nuke Your Nards. <laughs> nuke Your Nards. As he walked in, you said Nuke Your Nards. Yeah. All right. Well, he, he, I I'm love, nuke I him, love I'm Luke I'm going to nuke him in the Nards if he doesn't get 20 I love, Terrence Mann. I love Luke Kennard. I'd like him to put up more shots. You know? I'd like him to I put up more shots. I want man to slash, and if he's available, score in the paint, and if he's not, fire it to nuke your Nards for three. I want 20 points a game I from ex- those guys. I might be expecting more from I need twenty. I need 20 offer. points a game from the bench. I need it to live, Hank. I need the bench to score at least 20 a game. Oh, my gosh, the whole bench or yes, just those two guys? the whole bench, but those two guys. Those two guys. So that's what I want. And more Zubats rebounds. You want less turnovers from your MVPG. Yeah, I do want that. All right. Well, that's a quarterly report. So you can put your pens and pencils and your legal pads away. We <laughs> put them back in your briefcase. Okay. That is the quarterly report. We'll see you next quarter 
for the the Clippers Halfly Report. <laughs> it's probably called Clipper Halftime. I don't know. What do you want to call the? What do you want to end the second quarter with? What would you like to call the Halfly Report? The Halfly Report. I want to say I really right. enjoyed the that. Clippers Halfly Report. I'm so curious if we'll change our minds in the next twenty. Oh, games. Bert Healings signing off. Thank you so much, <laughs> Bert Healings. That will be the quarterly report because I've hurt feelings about you being curious. Oh, hey, I have one more question. I have one more question before we sign off. I have an answer. We just got through the Thanksgiving holiday. What are you most thankful for this season? Oh my gosh! Well, first of all, Clipper Nation—they've been rowdy and great. I know we haven't put the meats in the seats. We're not selling games out, but the people who are coming to these games are rowdy and rooting for the Clippers and really getting into these games. I love the feeling of a home game. So I'm very thankful for Clipper Nation and the rowdiness of the crowd. P.S. If you've never been to a Clipper game, buy the cheapest seat possible. There are so many empties. Oh my gosh, so many empties. Move all the way forward, folks. Yeah. Look I'm not sure we're supposed empties. to I'm not sure we're supposed to endorse that. I want to fill the bowl, my man. So get that buy any ticket and go sit down in that bowl and there will be plenty of seats for you. That's my Clipper Nation tip and I'm thankful for you. Clipcast does not endorse that. I am most thankful for our listeners and subscribers and the people who have rated and reviewed uh, our podcast stars, yes. and who share it. It means a lot to us. Uh, but th- and thank you so much for sticking with us. We love going to these games. We love talking to our Clipcast fans at the games. They're yeah. always so welcome and warm and oh, yeah. kind and friendly. They love the caps you've brought to some games. I and, sure have. Given a lot and of passed Clipcast out. caps away. That's been very fun and I'm grateful for what we're all going to do together, Clippers Nation, as we go further into this huge 10th Clipcast season. One quarter in the books. Three quarters to go. When will Kawhi return? Can we stay in the top six? Let's go! Sound the horn, Hank. Ah! He got got a horn. (laughs) (laughs) Teet! (laughs) Teet, teet! Why do I teet?